What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the second part of our very special Pentecost Sunday experience entitled The Bursting Promise Keeper, recorded live at our live stream experience in Vancouver, BC. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. Yeah. Father, we thank you for your spirit. thank you for bubbling in this place burn away every bit of sickness disease mentally physically emotionally financially lord i declare this is a furnace of wholeness in this place a furnace of wholeness is in this place and whoever is willing and available can have what he says you can have if you need wholeness and healing it is here it's yours i receive it father we thank you for your mighty power working in this place thank you for moving into every single living room every car every listener that has ears let him or her hear in jesus name we bless you in Jesus mighty name if anybody's ever heard that God is good make some noise one time for me welcome 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 to our uh, first time attendees online and here I think we have one or two first time attendees with us today in our live audience can we make some noise for them And if you could do me a favor, and if you could go and share, 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 I'm challenging you to share with at least 10 people. Wake them up. Wake them up. Wake them up. Text them. Do what you have to do. Share. Call them. Do what you got to do. Share the link, whatever. It's in our bio and IG, as well as um, we're on YouTube. Uh, but we are so happy you're here. I am so excited about seeing some of you Love Quest faces. Okay, I'm, I'm for sure more excited than you are. Amen. And I guess if we died from the pandemic or we alive, for some folk, it's like, whatever, I'm okay, whatever. I shared with the leadership yesterday, if you got the same praise on this side of the pandemic than you had before, something's wrong with you. Because when you make it through something that the stats show that you should have got it, And you see hundreds of thousands of people dying from it. Yeah. I'm not just talking about the people that died, but the people that are still suffering from it. Yeah. And you are alive and you are well. At what point and what else do God got to do for you to get a little bit more uh, in your praise? Just a little uh, just a little take it to another level. Uh, like, like, man, like, uh. Because as you see, the Bible, just so if you know, we got the biblical instructions for you. The Bible says rejoice. The Bible says praise. The Bible says shout. And the Bible, Bible says clap. Uh, I don't know where our sign is. The uh, Bible also says to dance. So if you're one of them people who say that, you know, I, I'm not like that. Well, if you're a son of God, those are the instructions. That is the personality of a son. 
right? When you feel with the Holy Ghost, we're going to see that it's, it's nothing normal. It's nothing about you that can remain you. The Holy Spirit comes in and actually invades your norm. And so it's not about how you was raised or it's not about what you do or don't do. It's about what he instigates when you let him live through you. Right? No different than when you drink liquor, you are a different person. Whether you get quieter or whether you get louder. You go to a bar, it gets what? Louder. Turn the TV up, it's going to get more louder. And so when you are infused with something that has the ability to intoxicate you, it transforms you. You hungry, you finally eat, you get sleepy. You can't be fed on something and it not challenge, it change you. No matter what it is, you go to work, you put out energy, you get tired, you get married, and you think, and, and it's, ooh, I'm married. Guess what? You keep being married, you have kids, guess what? You're going to get tired at some times. Right? You can't be in a covenant and covenant don't change you. Right? You can have two people but not be in a covenant. You can't be bound to the Holy Ghost, bound to the Word of God. And when you truly, you just can't contain yourself. You can, but you lose. But today, we celebrate the birth of the church. Not Love Quest. The universal church. Um. Father, we just thank you for the word. We thank you that we have ears to hear, eyes to see. We thank you, Lord God, that this temple um, is fully surrendered to you at this moment. Lord, I thank you that this little member called the tongue is free from error. Thank you, Father, that there is no compromise in the word. I ask that you speak real time. Not only what's on the pages, but what you have for us today. Speak with power, Lord. Use your servant and help us grasp everything that we're here for, Lord. I thank you for those that need hope. Hope is here. Those that need healing, healing is here. Those that need understanding, understanding is here. Those that's living in a crooked path but need it straight, I declare straightness is here, Father. I thank you, Father. Those that, that are alive but still need a res resuscitation, Lord, I thank you that you jolt them back to life. So I thank you, Lord, that even the baby receives something from heaven today. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I get a whoop, whoop? Can I get four whoop, whoop, whoops? Amen. Can we get five? One more whoop, 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 whoop. So, if through this review I move through some things quickly, it's because at the 9 a.m. we shared some of it, and I encourage you to go to our app or to Spotify and listen to the message. How many would agree that was here this morning? And trust me, I'm good. You can boo me down. I'm good in who the Lord says I am. But how many people here actually really really receive something this morning amen I did too I did too you be thinking I'm preaching to you I'm preaching to me too so I was edified this morning but let's 
do as MC Hammer said. And let's get it started. Tonight's, today's message is the bursting. The bursting. All right. And this little underscore here, this little sidebar is promise keeper. Promise keeper. The day of Pentecost, for those that don't know, we are celebrating the day of Pentecost. And um, this was a promise that was prophesied in Joel 2.28, I believe it is. And so this is a festive day that the enemy knew was coming, but the Lord is going to celebrate. The Holy Spirit is going to celebrate his birthday. I know some of you will get it in just a second. But the bursting, say 50. 50. Come on, say 50. 50. And then say 50. There we go, F-I-D-D-Y, or I-E, however you want to slice it. But 50, 50 is, number one, 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit descended upon all men. Say all men. All 50 days. And so for the body of Christ, 50 days can, can, can represent birth. It can represent bursting. It could it represent explosion. It could represent salvation. It can represent a day that the world was absolutely changed. I would say it was a holy pandemic. This was something that spread like literal wildfire. Okay? And so when we look at the, can you do this? I don't know why this, I hate the cloud. The cloud sometimes is like overcast. It's like where my stuff at. Um, but if I'm remembering correctly, bursting, whatever the next slide is, y'all going to help me out or we're going to keep looking at 50. There we go. Pentecost. There we go. Say Pentecost. The Christian festival celebrating the descent of the Holy Spirit on the disciples of Jesus after his ascension held on the, se- on the seventh Sunday after Easter. We see this thing here. We see the descension after what? The ascension. Say ascension, descension. We see the descension after the ascension. Jesus as our living what? Sacrifice. He did what? He went up and what happened blessings came down when praises go up blessings come down right you can never sacrifice your life and not experience blessing the issue is we want to hold on to our life and be blessed be blessed right but it don't work that way you can go to work and be and get blessings just go work and then you get your paycheck, you, buy, you can go buy blessings, but is it a blessing? Is it a blessing if you fill with sorrow, confusion, and depression, and inconsistencies, and anxiety? You got everything in the world you've ever imagined that's still not enough, and you still got anxiety and depression. That's the world we're in. As greedy as this world is, as wealthy as this world is, man, we are such an unhappy world. And even right now, streets are being torn apart over injustice and prejudice and I can't see how you can want to continue to live a life without Jesus 
when there is for sure evidence that the world is on its way to hell, who would want to go down with it? We go through this pandemic, we go through these quarantines, we go through all of what we're going through, and there I, there I find myself having to remind myself the world is on lockdown. I have to remind myself that, hey, you might get sick, be careful. But then something automatically inside says, I got you. You covered, you good. Obey the law. But don't let what the world is doing, don't let the law steal your joy. Don't let the law get you scared and depressed. Turn the TV off. What? They saying the same thing over and over and over again. Then you go to social media, everybody echoing what death is saying. Oh, my God. You get the new stats, man. Whatever. Did you get the stat that God is a healer? God is alive. He's a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper. That is who he is. Have you got that news yet? Focus on me. You will have what? Perfect peace. You want perfect peace or a piece of bad news? Eventually, you're going to be crushed. You're going to crumble. And before you know it, you're going to be ready to lose your life. And the, and the Lord is trying to give you life. Pentecost. The day that the world was given an opportunity to step out of eternal death and move into life on earth. Right? Resurrection life, he was resurrected, but what he sent you, Jesus didn't send you the cross. He sent you the resurrection. <laughs> You'll get that in a second. Same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. So Jesus said, I'm taking all of your death, everything that the cross is holding i'm gonna take it down and then i'm gonna go up and i'm gonna send you the same spirit that rose me up i'm gonna put him in you so you can have heaven on earth period you see you see next next slide holy spirit is a person he's not a dove he's not fire you know just like a dog is not its bark if I see a dog and a meow, something's wrong. I'm not going to call it a cat. Right? Holy Spirit is a person that lives within you, intertwined with your inner man, your spirit man, infusing you. Just like you got a separate phone, you got a plug. They're no good by themselves when the phone is dying. Even the plug needs a source to connect to. You see, the you see the trinity there. You see the, you see the power source, you see the plug, and you see the phone. One gives you the information, but one ain't no good without the other. And then the other one that's connecting you, right? Holy Spirit, you got heaven, and you got yourself with this brain, this mind. That's why you got to understand the attack is against your computer. Can't think. Screen, got cracked screen. Battery dying sooner than it's supposed to. You get drained real easy. And now you think you need an upgrade instead of stewarding what you got. Now you want plastic surgery. Now you want a boyfriend. Now you want sex. Now you got to watch porn. Trying to, But the cracks is still there. I don't care what kind of case you put on your phone. It's still the system is still been broken. And you don't want to connect. You always want to live life letting your battery get almost to dead. 
before you connected it instead of staying connected to power always being full always being able to be used always being able to be connected between heaven and earth the Holy Spirit is trying to connect yourself you don't have no power that's why when somebody's trying to die, when somebody is dying in order to resuscitate them, you got to get them connected to electricity. <laughs> That's what keeps your heart pumping. It's electricity. You go back to Genesis and light. There was different lights. One was like light, sun, stars. Then there's light. It's Holy Spirit. Your heart has electricity in it. That's why. Right? Electricity is trying, to, is trying to get electricity back in your heart. So when you live with the Holy Spirit within you, you are always living in the atmosphere where you are charged and able to do anything God asks you to do. Because what is impossible with man, with God is what? All possible. And the missing ingredient in our lives is the Holy Ghost, even in the Christian's life. Right? We pray in our emotions. We think we no man I don't have nothing to offer myself but the Holy Spirit is person presence he's not just powerful but he what is power he is power he is the epitome of what power is that gives you a slight example of what power is this keyboard plugs into this wall and is able to produce a sound that pleases man's ear but even if this keyboard, although it has power, if it's misused, it will cause people to cover their ears. Those are called what? Demon notes. <laughs> so a couple of our musicians have played demon notes before, but they have been delivered in Jesus' name. <laughs> Promise. He's not just a promise. He is not just the promise he is promise he, he is everything that God has promised comes out of him he is obligated to bring forth everything God has promised you went to church or showed up the Holy Spirit led you to where whether you think it or not the Holy Spirit is keeping you whether you acknowledge him or not and then he's passionate, but he's not just passionate. He is the epitome of passion. You want passion in your life? Get connected. Right? Or you just want to have that little lightning bolt on all the time, blinking. Yeah, you want to be an Edison or a lead sun, an LED. Boom. Yoke destroyer. Yoke destroyer. He's, he's a yoke destroyer. He is burden remover. He is comforter. I don't need, cool. Dylan ain't answer the phone. My wife's sleep, not feeling well, but I need some comfort right now. I need somebody to tell me it's going to be okay when everybody's sleeping in the house and fear is knocking at my door and thoughts of death is knocking at my door and I'm depleted because I've poured and I'm vulnerable. I'm just a vessel on earth. I'm a temple that every thought that I will allow is looking to get in. But guess who's never sleeping nor slumbering? The Holy Spirit. 
he's there to talk to me. So I lay on my pillow and I pray in my heavenly prayer language and he begins to calm the storm. And before I know it, I'm falling asleep. I'm, he's, he, he literally is rocking my inner man to bed and then my body that was reacting to stress now has to submit to the greater power in me. Because your body like, oh, you ain't tripping no more. Okay, let me calm down then. Comforter. He is creative power. I'm not no web designer, but I sure wasn't about to pay for nobody to do the church website when we needed to pay for chairs or pay for speakers. So, Lord, you planning this church? I'm pretty intelligent. I can read instructions, and I got an imagination. I'm not a cut hair, so I can imagine, right? I, I don't know where you go to school at. I don't know. I just know how a fresh fade look, and I'm just going to learn how to use the tool and, and do what I like my hair to look like. <laughs> It's a nice fade, boy. <laughs> I just want what your regular barbershop getting. <laughs> nah. I told them yesterday, I was like, man, it's an honor to cut these young boys' head, and they serve the church. That is, the, that is the, one of the least I can do is give a fresh fade, because I know how much a fade means. I work for eight hours for a fresh fade. But he's creative power. Put together that website. And before you know it, you're in it and he's just guiding you. And then you might get stuck and guess what you do? Email the people, customer service. How do you? Oh. See, we hit a roadblock and we like, and we thank God, oh, the season is up. No, the season not up. The season is up from being comfortable. We just want to always get in the land of I got it. And never want to continue to pursue the increased capacity. Now, I don't need to do no website. But even when Pastor Dylan ain't never did no website. Now he doing a page on the website. He come to me and show me this little cool little page that y'all see one day for integration and then I just reach over and I'm like teaching him I'm like just move this over here you know what I'm saying where you <laughs> yeah I didn't go to school for this but I but I remain waiting on the Lord as he was teaching me apostolically speaking not just looking to counsel or preach but doing what it takes to build God's house That website look good. <laughs> we got some blessed people at this church, man. <laughs> hey, boo boo. <laughs> Hey, that's the new, uh, what was it at New West? No, it was, see, you, you're rude, you're rude. That was, no, we did not call it the ghetto. It was the hood. 
Danny just really called Love Quest ghetto. She was like, y'all ghetto, y'all ghetto. Y'all, amen. Amen. Acts 2. I don't really like this view, but thank you. No, it didn't. Right, totally, totally. Acts 2. For these men are not drunk. Peter is defending the field folks because the unfilled folks is like, wait a minute, an hour ago, y'all was just crying over losing your job. An hour ago, you was just arguing with your spouse. An hour ago, you was just depressed. Now you dancing in the street, and now all of a sudden you got a smile on your face, and now you strong, now you... Now you're talking life. We just talked that coffee for two hours about how much, how hard life is. Now you telling me, keep hope alive and, and God is good. What didn't happen to you? See, because no matter if you're Christian or not, people expect you to remain normal. I don't want to serve a God that keep me normal. I didn't get saved to be normal. I didn't leave California to be normal. I didn't go through all I went through to be normal. You ain't even going to school to remain normal. So how you going to get saved to remain normal? Are you going to raise kids to be normal? It's like, man, no, no. But what they realize is the people that are carnal and don't understand what God can do in your life, they're going to put it on something carnal. Y'all drunk. He said, no, 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 man, they ain't drunk. But instead, this is the beginning, which means if there's a beginning, there's a what? And it says there's the beginning of what was spoken through the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days. God declares that I will pour out my pour out of my spirit upon all mankind. Say all mankind, as I mentioned earlier, that includes Tupac. Oh, Tupac prophesied a bunch of stuff. He was a modern-day prophet, but his covering was Suge Knight. You get the wrong covering. You look into the wrong people. You look into people that's going to keep you prideful, opposed to challenge you to chill out, man. And then you die before your covering, and then your covering ends up dying because pride comes before a great fall. So don't ever think a prophet got to have a suit and a cane. Don't think a prophet can't have sagging pants. Don't think a prophet can't be looking like who you roll your window up because they coming. You never know. God might have been sending you a prophet to speak to you, but your window rolled up. So you didn't just shut off the word. Your sons and your daughters shall what? Prophesy. Yeah. You see, the women shall prophesy. Yeah. Telling forth the divine counsels and your young men shall see visions, divinely granted appearances. That's why the enemy is after our men's eyes to blur your vision. You want to you see tops and bottoms. Girl, walk there again. Even, even older men, you just go stand at a restaurant. You see, see a girl walk by and the old man married. And then you can't work at Earl's or Cactus Club without. 
So you got to do like Job did and make a covenant with your eyes. Why? Because the word says that you shall have visions. So you young men can lead your families into the way of the Lord. Acts 2. But we pop back up to one. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come. Say fully come. Yes, as though we're stepping in the new. Before the new, we got to finish this transaction. I believe we're at the fully come time. Of whatever season we was in, we at the fully come. <laughs> they were all assembled together in one place. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all assembled. Now look. When suddenly there came a sound from heaven like the rushing of the violent tempest blast and it filled the whole house. Say whole house. He said there appeared those tongues that resembled fire and they settled on each one. The Holy Spirit wants to settle in your life. He can't settle where there's insecurity. That's why he's trying to pluck it up. He can't settle where there's pride. If you're trying to protect and guard your pride and insecurities and fears, he can't settle there. Why? Because that's your domain that you're trying to protect. I know getting free from pride, insecurities, and fears, and anxiety is scary because you've now become comfortable. You've identified yourself with these ways and these things. Promiscuity. No, I don't want to. Lord, just change me and keep promiscuity. I promise you, Lord, I can control it. No, 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 no. You can't control it. Or you would have... Yeah, you know, you just can't. It's your flesh. Your flesh is designed to turn on itself. Yeah, write it down. This is stuff you're not going to get at college. They don't teach revelation. They teach history. Unless your professor is a, is a man of God like Elder John, and then maybe you'll get some jewels in class. Your flesh is designed to turn on itself, not designed by God to turn on itself. But the moment we awoke to darkness, we're tempted by the very thing that will kill us. That's demonic activity. The Holy Spirit never shows up without bearing gifts. Say, I'll receive it. it. He never, never shows up empty handed. Even if it means he's trying to take something from you, he's always trying to replace it with something better. Keep it pushing. The Holy Spirit, the gift that keeps on giving. When praises or sacrifices go up, blessings come what? Down. There was a good point I made about that, but I'm not going to tell you now. You should go listen to it this week on the podcast. But it's a very, very good analogy that was given in the last service. When the Spirit is on the scene, things start popping. Man, I've had so many people be like, oh, you just, I talk how I want to talk. Let me tell you this, and the Lord be clapping. I'm telling, in my head, man, I'm telling you, the heaven be like, you so funny, Pastor T. (laughs) The cloud of witnesses just be like, wow, that's why we sent you there, just to make them. Jesus even spoke in mysteries and parables. See, if you really want to understand what popping is, then seek the Lord. I promise you, he will unpop the lock. (laughs) 
His word is only sent for spiritual transactions. So try to understand it with your mind. You will miss it every time. Holy Spirit exploding. He, he, when he steps on the same things, not only start popping, but they start what? Exploding. They start what? Springing. They start what? Bursting. And we got to understand this. Breaks lead to bursting. Ooh, that we, that we, that we. This is why folks, hey, wait, they don't, they, you don't understand the power of waiting on the Lord. Breaks lead to bursting. That's why you find people that had to stay home during this time. They was freaking out in the beginning. Then it was like, oh, I kind of like this. Now they mad they got to go back to work. Right? You have to like, oh, no, no. What would life be without work? What would life be without the gym? Folks have discovered they don't even need to pay rent for buildings. Folks can work from home. But there's this idea of we got to keep moving. There's this idea I got to do something. I got to do something today or it ain't going to happen. I got to do something. It ain't going to happen. God, you put me here to do me. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, right? That means I can do what I do and then just invite you and figure it out later. Mommy, oh, no. There is so much happening. God is moving. And you over there like, nope, no, no. Don't put that right there. Don't put that right there. Don't put that right there. And sometimes he'll put you in seasons of distraction so you can't see the moves he's making. See, until you grow up and learn how to walk with him, he'll keep certain things hidden from you because you are too hasty. But sons can walk with God and God can show them something scary, show them something unfavorable. He, he says, look, he goes to Peter and he says, Peter, um, the enemy's about to test you, okay? I'm letting you know. I'm going to pray. No, 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 pray. No, just, just get him out the way, God, you way maker. He said, no, 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 no. I'm going to allow you to face him and I pray your faith does not fail. I'm with you. But you're going to go. <laughs> and not understand. And he said on the other side of that, while you're waiting for the battle to end, stand, wait. And on the other side, now you can be useful to your brothers. Right? You can't always be useful to your brothers if you don't ever want to lose a brother for a season. Sometimes God will pull you from out the, among them. To prepare you to go back among them. Because some will follow you because they like, I know he know where he going and favor on his life, so I'm going to walk with him. And then some going to be like, y'all crazy. Yeah, but when you see Peter walk on water. Woo! I just got a message the other day about Peter walking on water, Elder John. I saw something that is super duper crazy. I don't believe that Jesus. I mean, oh, here's just another side to it, okay? Here's just another side to it. It's a message about hastiness and about God's grace. I believe God stepped on water knowing that Peter was tempted to walk on water. We see Peter, the guy, cut off the ear. We see Peter, like, God, I would never betray you. 
He betrays him not once, not twice, but thrice. Peter was super hasty. I think Peter was just out there. He know Jesus walking on water. He's like, you know. At least go for a swim. And I think Jesus will always posture himself in a place to not lead you, but catch you. He knew Peter wasn't going to stand on water. But Peter had to get something out of him. He had just had to see. And he said, Jesus, if that's you, man, I'll come. And how many of us have said, God, if that's you, say something. Turn the light green. And then the light, light just turned green for some odd reason. Maybe because it was red. <laughs> and then you go in the name of Jesus. And the Lord's like, I know they're going to try it, but that's why I need them. So I'm not going to, as a good parent, I'm not going to discourage them from stepping out the boat. Although that's not what I ask them to do or need them to do. But if they need me to walk on water with them so I can develop their faith muscles. Come, Peter. It's a little training exercise like you teach a kid how to swim. Right? Some kids will never even learn how to swim because they don't want to even get in the water. But some kids will get in the water as long as somebody will carry them. That was Peter. He said, Lord, teach me how to swim. That was a faith lesson more than it was to tell you, well, if Peter did it, I could walk on water. There's something in there that can develop in your spirit to understand that you're waiting on God to tell you to leap. And God says, leap if you want to, son. I got you. Some of it is promise. Some of it is just a swimming lesson. We waiting on the Lord. No, it's not a bad decision because your heart is right. You're really seeking God. And sometimes you won't find out what he said do until you get rid of what you think he said do. So here, there's, there's a grace for swim testing. Or swim classes. And that's been my issue in my life. I've never needed faith to get out the boat always needed faith to sit in the boat because whenever I get close to the cliff it's just something in me that just gravity is just like just jump you could do it maybe I'm never the person like nah I'm like all right let's do it like when the, when the angel came and said jump the angels will catch you I might have been the one to be like you right let's do it and never would have been here for y'all. <laughs> I needed what Jesus had. As tempting as that is, nah. Uh-uh. So God is developing my staying power because I don't have a challenge with leaping power. But a true son develops both because seasons change. And there's a season he needs you to leap, and there's a season he needs you to stay. But without the Holy Spirit, you will always be inconsistent in your obedience. And innocence can never replace obedience. Well, God, I thought I heard you, but it wasn't me. You've been saved for 10, 15 years, and you still 
don't know my voice. My son, I take out the trash. My bad, my bad, I forgot, I forgot. Okay. Ten days later, son, take out the trash. Well, I thought I told you to take out the, out the trash ten days ago. My bad, dad, my bad, I forgot. No, no. There ain't no, my bads. Because if you really want to hear the Lord, the Bible says the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. Go. He didn't say Oprah will. Oprah might help you be a great citizen, a rich person, but Oprah can't lead you into all truth. Tony, Robin, he can't, I don't care, name the greatest person, Queen of Lytton, don't, it don't matter. The Holy Spirit is the only one that knows the mind of God. And you try, you think you so smart, and that's why you and God beefing all the time, because you think you smarter than God. And we've already gotten into a day and age where we're trying to do God. Well, I can't get pregnant, so I'm going to get somebody else's seed and put it in me. So we figured out how to manipulate. That comes because we are junior creators. So we can manipulate a lot. We, we can be psychic a little bit. But psychics run out of information. Holy Spirit don't. And psychics need clues. That's right. Close your eyes and walk down the hallway with me. What do you see? A blue dress. Yes, there's a blue dress in the room. <laughs> and you so thirsty for future knowledge. That you'll believe anything they say, not understanding the power within you. If you understand the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. As a man thinketh, so is he. So you can be transed your way into a reality and call it God's promise. Nah. Holy Spirit will lead you into pure, unadulterated truth. Not facts, truth. But if you marry to facts, you will be blinded to truth breaks lead to bursting Jesus said wait right here Holy Spirit coming wait for it Galatians said if you faint not in due season you shall what reap wait for it on the other side of waiting or breaks there's always bursting <laughs> the breaks is worth the burst the breaks is worth the burst it's no different in some restaurants the wait is worth the taste you, feel, you, you know what I'm saying? I didn't drove by many re- folks is waiting in lines to go into. be so desperate just to shop and just to be out. We waiting in lines just to get into home sense. Don't make no sense. <laughs> Bursting happens when pressure needs to be released. And we're afraid to get to the point where our capacity is maxed out. Right? We, we, the Lord says, after you've done all you can do, do what? Stand. Right? But we're afraid. And so you get around leadership and people is like, oh, my God. This not is too much. But God always put people in your life to see what he's put in your life. He, see, I can see, Danny, you got more. Yep. Yep. And a good coach, good team. Pastor, Pastor Terrence, I can't do no more. My voice. Pastor D. Pastor T, I can't do no more. 
We've had conversations, but that's the beauty of the quest. We've cried together. We've, we've shared stories together. We've worked through things you guys would never imagine. And you just see us and think we're just serving. But there's people that are really submitting and just like, okay, I understand. Lead me, lead me, and push me. And then there's the Michael Jordans that's willing to make shifts and pivot when they get a coach like Phil Jackson. And then you win six championships because you finally surrendered to the team option. So many people trying to do life by themselves. You still do life when you only have people that you will, you just like, no, it's me and my family. No, it's us. That's still independence. Right? I'm glad my wife got people to talk to. No, don't just depend on me. Don't just listen to me to reach this capacity or all your increase is still within the same parameters. If you want to grow, you got to be willing to bust, to touch the seams. You can't bust out the seams without touching the seams. But we just want to be comfortable right here. No, leave room just in case something go wrong. Let me make my plan B. No, let me keep another boo on the side just in case. All right. Just in case peace don't show up today, let me keep a little doobie over here. A little joint, little, it's legal. And God said, obey the laws of the land. Right, just, right, that's what he said. Okay. Bursting is this result of substance fueled by pressure reaching maximum capacity, now demanding increased capacity for maximum release. There comes a point where the breakthrough has to show up. It has to. It's, in, it's the way, it's a principle, right? You, you sow in it, you've got to reap. And so you just learn how to wait on the Lord. And in the meantime, rejoice. Be thankful. Don't complain. Like there's a grace for at least one friend to complain to. But they got to be friends that you're strong with. Not people you should be meant. You should never be complaining to people you're called to lead. Right, because sometimes those, unless you got a mentor, a protege that that has a backbone, that will be like, nah, pastor. I, I don't respectfully so, sir. I don't really agree. All right, let's talk about it. Why not? But we often will run to people that will soothe us, versus people that have the ability to challenge us and love us. Walk with us, not give up on us, but do it skillfully. Isaiah 54, enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitation be stretched out. Enlarge your territory. See, we're saying, the Lord, enlarge my territory. Right? We made a song about it. Like the hit? Here you go. Enlarge my territory. Right? He said, enlarge my territory. But then here's a scripture where he's telling you to enlarge your place. You want me to pour out more, but you don't have the capacity for it. It's like if I had a one-bedroom apartment and rolled up in a big old, like, 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 you, you ever, if I had like a 600-square-foot studio. And you walked in, I got like this big old chandelier in there. Like super ghetto. You just walk in, and it's just like you, hey, Pastor T, how's it going? 
right? You barely making it, but you got to have that Benz, though. Parked outside the trailer. <laughs> Benz in the trailer park. But what he tells you is, I'm going to do my job. Make room for it. He, you, ever, you ever want some cereal? You ever just get cereal and just be... Come on, bro. Enlarge the place of your tent. If you want something to drink, what's the first thing you go get? A cup. You don't never just walk up. Sorry if I'm off camera. You just never just, and then go get the cup. Right? You think of something to drink. First thing you go do what? You get something to put it in. You Help me out. Help me, help me out. Right? You want something to eat. First thing you go do. Get something to put it in. Even when you go get food to go, if you like me, I still want to get a plate. Because the container ain't big enough for how I want to put my spread. Right, right, right. Because the container, you start mixing stuff, stuff falling out the container. Put it on the plate. What you do? You making room for the feast. Right, but what we want to do is we just want to do like water hole blessings. But you don't, that, that's super limited. First of all, it's uncomfortable. It's more inconvenient than going to get a cup. Because the cup too far. So you. And that's how we want God. We want God just, Lord, just bring the blessing right here. Just pour, just pour it out right here, God. I'm ready. Instead of going to get you a cup that you don't have room enough to receive, put it under the spout and let it over. You know when you do, when you do it this way, it's impossible for overflow. Right? Right? You think it's overflow. No, the Lord is not asking you to spill the blessing. It's by product of being filled that it overflows for those that are around you. Right? So Danny, come. Man, I'm weak, Pastor. I can't do this. Cool. As long as you're committed to walk with me as I walk with you, I promise you'll see change. Why? Because I'm going to live such a life where I stay under the spout, not just for me, but for when she's weak, that overflow. Oh, pastor got strength. We lean on each other. So it's just overflow. See, I'm like, oh, no, pastor, I can't do this. This is too hard. I'm about to move to Australia. <laughs> and then, and, but then she sticks in there, and you see the fight. Oh, pastor. And then she, you, you live a life staying. Waiting, and you just remain. We want to change people, but but she in my life, so I could change. 
So whatever challenges she bring through me by way of God calling me to lead her, it is through the discipline, the waiting, the patience, the fight, the cries, the phone calls, the meetings, the never giving up. Like, nope, I'm sorry, but, but you just going to be the person to have to do it. And I'm going to ask you to do it after the 30th time doing it wrong. You going to get this thing. That's called discipleship. And now we work through the process. Now she can go disciple people. And then she works that process because she got deposits. And she's like, wow, Pastor T was patient with me. Got to be patient with you. <laughs> and then it's just how the church get built 2,000 years later. Because the Lord was patient with Peter. Although he knew Judas was going to betray him, he still walked with him and trusted him. He trusted a liar. He was patient, never giving up. And he didn't withhold the blessing and be like, you know, I'm going to find 12 other, 12 other people to, to give the Holy Spirit to because y'all heathens. He said, no, I know why you can't do it. But I wanted to show you that even Jesus alone is not enough without his spirit. Going to church is not enough. Reading the Bible is not enough. Right? Talking is not enough. Singing is not enough. If the spirit of God is not the wind in your cell, you're going to remain sailing in circles. Holy Spirit, I need you to blow every single day. Enlarge. Let me get a couple more points that we didn't get to this morning. And then we're going to finish this marathon tonight. Your season of waiting breaks a life of containment. Some people like containment. Contain, being contained is safe. I know what I'm going to get every day. That's why people don't mind going back to prison. Well, at least I know I'm going to get three meals. I'm going to get a schedule I never got in my life. I'm going to get some structure, and I like structure, and I got some friends. We can relate. We both criminals. Your season of waiting, it breaks a life of containment. Waiting can feel like containment, but in the spirit, it's breaking forth. You, you see, you see, you see, you see the little caterpillar, you know, that's you standing on the word. In your cocoon season. No, pumpa, pump, cocoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the pumpa stages. That's what it is, pumpa. Pumpa stages. And it's when you're going through your metamorphosis process. Can't, hey, look, it's a season of isolation. Can't nobody see you. You fighting for your life. You feel suicidal at times. Look, 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 look. Let me help somebody out. Uh, fear, temptation, death, suicidal thoughts, all those things. Don't think you're a bad person because you're wrestling. They're nest I would look crazy up here wrestling with myself. I need, what do they call it, a boxer, a, a sparrer? You need a sparring partner. You can't box shadows and then get in the, in the, in the ring with a box or with Mike Tyson. And all you've been doing is fighting shadows. Even people that have sparred got knocked out in five seconds. Right. And so you got to understand there's things in your life that you're asking God to take away that he's actually asking you to face it and wrestle it and trust him so you can have that testimony so you can get somebody else out of prison. 
right? You're forfeiting an experience and you allow condemnation to make you feel like you're crazy. So then you go, of course, to this greedy, money-hungry industry and you get prescribed some medication. Now you're really in a cycle because the, uh, the backlash or backdraft or side effects of that medication has really triggered something inside of you. Not understanding, yes, there's scientifically because some things wrong with some people's brains. I don't know nobody that scientifically ain't got something wrong with them. Everybody in here got a little crazy in them. But it's when you begin to believe you crazy and you begin to believe that, oh, I was made with defects. I was, oh, maybe I need that medication because that'll straighten me up. That will contain me. That will keep me calm around people. And then you begin to live this life of insecurity and fear and shame. And you begin to be in this cycle of death. And you go opposed to like, I'm more than a conqueror. Yep. Fighting these thoughts, but I'm gonna surround myself with Dylan's and strong and mighty men and women of God that are going to, yeah, I'm thinking this thought, but I need Dylan when I can't put the words in my mouth. You a mighty man of God, you more than a conqueror. You could hey, you need to spend a night at my house because you're feeling long. Come on over, come on over, and we can hang out for a few days. You need me to fast for you. I'm a fast for you in this seat. You need people around, even a boxer got a corner. But the issue is you, you're in a season where God is saying, change your corner. You got the wrong people rooting you on. And they're rooting you down a destination God has not promised you. And all you want is a corner. So as long as you got a corner, you're good. But might I challenge you, not everybody was called to be in your corner. Even when they're saying the right things. You can find out with Paul. When the young girl was calling him everything right. Sometimes we think that compliments. Because we're looking for affirmation. I don't want to be complimented going the wrong direction. I don't want to be driving down a one way and they're like, man, that's crazy. You approaching that one way real good, boy. You going to get through that. Wow, you strong. Sleeping around. Wow, you know what I'm saying? You... You got it, don't you? You, you, you. No, you. How many things you go out partying, you drinking, you drunk, man? I love this stuff, man. You got friends. Like every person I smoked weed with, I look back, those were none of my friends. Anybody passed me a joint ain't my friend, and I'm not theirs. Why would I assist somebody to a basket of death? You call yourself a friend. Sitting there for two hours with a friend as they get drunk. That's, you think you're their friend because you walk them home and get them home safe. How about just not even helping them get in that situation? <laughs> a couple more for you. Holy Ghost, help us. Isaiah 35 say, the wilderness and dry land will be joyously glad. The desert will blossom like a rose and rejoice. Every dry and barren place will burst forth with what? Abundant blossoms, dancing and spinning with what? Delights. Every dry place. You ain't got time to be lazy if you got a dry place in your life. And trust me, confessing the word every day is work. You do not want to confess the word every day. That is not something you want to do all the time. You want to talk how you feel every day. 
But what God says, although you can't see it every day, but guess what? There's a promise that there's bursting. Lebanon's lust splendor covers it. The magnificent beauty of Carmel and Sharon. My people will see the awesome glory of Yahweh, the beautiful grandeur, grandeur of our God. 35, strengthen those who are discouraged. Energize those who feel defeated. Say to the, I love how he gave us a promise, Elder John, then told us to not focus on us, speak to others. You know how I'm getting to my promise? Talking to y'all encouraging y'all man there's been so much blessing in love quest so much fruitfulness home sold cars bought family members coming to jesus oh my god and i'm and i'm just like i'm looking at everybody calm like man amen amen lord i'm just waiting for mine Right? And it's not even about that for me, but it's like, man, when you are so consumed with willing other people to victory, yours, you're winning. And look, let me tell you, I'm not, I'm not doing this just for me, but I'm sowing seed for when I'm dead and gone, my grandkids, great grandkids going to always have somebody sharing a word with them. The same way I'm fighting for your life, I got a harvest of people fighting for my bloodline. This ain't about just going to church, setting up chairs, pushing through the pandemic. This is about sowing for legacy. <laughs> what a woo. Look here. Comes your God. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Show up during this time. He is breaking through to give you victory. He comes to avenge your enemies with divine wreck. Retribution. He comes to save you divine payback right i'm not i don't need to burn nothing down i get the anger the frustration that's my people i'm I, look i'm tired of seeing my people die every day but this is the way i'm fighting for my people that's how my grandma fought for her son on crack cocaine on her knees why you ain't out there looking for him god know exactly where he at why i'm gonna get my blood pressure up where he at where he at where he at willie You don't got to look for somebody that's hiding. They're hiding. Let them hide. God knows where they are. Pray for them. Put that word on them. Look at Uncle Willie turning in his two-week notice about the mood of Vancouver. Same little boy when I was little and he'd walk in after his little high all night and be like, you going to hell, Uncle Willie. He used to hate me when I was, I remember he told me, he was like, shut up. Father asked him. He used to hate it. And now God's called me to lead him. Man. I'm not leaving till I I'm not leaving till I get what's mine, Dylan. I'm, I, I'm not leaving. I'm not dying. I'm not leaving this earth. I don't care if I get sick. I'm going to be here. Whatever the case may be, I have to get all that God has called me to get. No abortion of my portion. No. The Lord stuffed me like a pinata. He, the Lord stuffed me like a pinata. I don't know about you. Yeah, he stuffed me. I don't know about you. Maybe you think you empty. Maybe you think you ain't got nothing to offer. But I've been stuffed like a pinata. I'm stuffed with glory. Yeah. 
I'm stuffed with glory, man. I'm overstocked. You ever go to overstock.com? That's me. That's me. I'm overstock.com. Overstocked. I'm not just stuffed. Because I wouldn't be doing what God promised. He said, I've come that you might have life to the full till it overflow. No, I'm overstocked, which means I got stuff to give away. I have more than enough. Well, that's what happened with a volcano, right? It just, it erupts. If you're full of the Holy Ghost, you should be what? Erupting. Some folks just be like... Hallelujah. You feel me? There's an eruption. I can't sit still. I, I can't. I got to break out in a dance at some point, right? It's, but I have come to give you everything in abundance more than you expect, TPT says. More than you can expect. More than you can expect. More than you can expect. More. So what do you expect? There's more than that. Think about what you expected. There's more than that. And the more is like, wow, you can get bigger than that. I wanted 80 acres. And, and the Lord says, more than that. You're like, wow, you got 150 acres? He's like, no, that 80 acres, you just thought about you. But on that 80 acres, we're going to carve off some of it to multiply business. We're going to put some group homes, some overcoming homes over there. Not more. It's not just about what you can get. It's about what God can get through you. Say more. He said, Acts 1. But you shall receive power, ability. See, when we just keep it at power, we think, oh, I'm going to be able to run through doors. No, he said ability. Website. Like, oh, I didn't even go to school. I got, we need a website, Lord. He's like, I I put ability in you. When I'm present, we can do whatever. Right, the creator is inside of you. Right, then he says efficiency. What took you a year to get done is now going to take you a month to get done. Right, efficiency, efficiency. Say efficiency and might. This ability to stand, not, 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 not like. That's not standing. No, I got something in my pocket. No, no, no. It's, it's, you, you, are on, you are on your toes and you're ready to move forward. There's nothing backwards about you. When the Holy Spirit has come up on you, say he's here. Being filled with the Holy Spirit makes you have to share. I ain't never been around Elder John and he don't share. Whether you like it or not, when you, I just got Elder John, right? You wouldn't get Elder John if Elder John wasn't overstocked. You, you're just walking. I'm about to go home. You're walking down the stairs, red door open. Elder John, hey, how you doing, Elder John? And inside you like, dang. Dang. Ah. <laughs> Stuck in the stairwell with EJ. <laughs> And then he a mighty man of God. So in your mind, you're thinking of something to tell him, like, I got I to go. All right. And, and then he going to always, you got a minute? And it ain't no minute. It ain't, for sure ain't no minute. 
John will not be mad if you be like, Elder John, I, I got to go. But if you don't say nothing, he going to tell you, and this is my last one. Then he going to finish the last one. And for real, man, this is my last one. And then is this. He's waiting for you to be like, he like, he reading you and you like, okay, cool, come on. And he going to pour and pour as long as you put the cup under his mouth. Right? You, you, but, but see, because, because when you feel with the Holy Spirit, it makes you have to share. You can't contain it. That's why John 7 says, now on the final and most important day of the feast, today is a feast. Jesus stood and he cried in a loud voice, if any man is thirsty, go to happy hour. No, he said, if you're thirsty, let him come to me and drink. I got something for him where he'll never, ever, ever, ever. He who believes in me, cleaves to and trusts in and relies on me, as scripture has said, from his innermost being, shall flow continuously springs and rivers of living water. You couldn't be around a pastor and be transformed if living water didn't come out his mouth. Say trust. And get to my last point, and I'm going to close on my last scripture. Trusting God postures us to walk in the fullness of his glory. Look what Proverbs say, I trust God. Okay, so, so you want to know the, the, the ingredient. Pastor T, what school you go to? Or Elder, uh, uh, Dylan, where you go? Why you so happy? Why you, why you, how you prosper like that? I ain't never seen you at a job. I be at job all the time. I didn't know God could take care of pastors like that. I didn't know God can do that when you're working at a... Right? And people measure you up by what they can see. Mary Mary came out with that song a long time ago. Uh, uh, it's the God in me. And she was like, you don't see when I'm on my knees. You don't see what I'm wrestling with. You don't see in the background how me and wifey having to believe for our work permits to stay in this country after God. You don't understand the feeling of a prayer, of a, of a wrestle on the inside if God ever say, all right, pastor, you didn't do what I called you to do. Hand it off to somebody else. Go back to California. You, you don't wrestle with that. You don't wrestle with all. all what if I don't get a work permit? I got to go. Because my witness still stands, so I ain't going to be rebellious in hood and ghetto, pastoring a church illegally. What kind of witness is that? I'm going to go back and fight to come back and, and hope God won't. Absolutely. We got our fourth, I think our fourth work permit. And we about to start applying for our PR next week. Like, like but, but there's so much more. That goes into being anointed and, and being standing when people aren't for you and arguing and all these different things. You got to stand and wait for the bursting. You think it's about pastoring just for you and praying for you. And I got to pray for me too and have some strength for my wife and go home at midnight and she want to worship. I got to have some strength to worship. Can't go home. Nah, babe, I just poured out to everybody. Malachi run up, Micah run up and want a hug. I can't be like, all right, son, I'll, we'll talk tomorrow. What that going to speak to him? If I didn't pour it out so much, I ain't got nothing for them. But guess who gives me that ability? The Holy Spirit. 
You come off a road trip and then your sons, you pull up, they out there shooting hoop. You know that you ain't going to be able to walk by me like, hey, guys. Hey, dad. What they do? Pass you the ball. Dang. What I look like just dropping nah, on, not today, son. No, you got to shoot around for a little bit. Right? But who helps you with that capacity? And when people reach their capacity, I know most of the time when it comes to if God's called you to do something, most of the people are like, I can't do that. No, you can't. But if you step forward and say, Holy Spirit, you've called me to it. Help me. The stream team been here three months straight. Danny been singing four days a week, three days a week, writing music. And then as a leader, you got to strategically figure out how to give people rest. Let's go do house church. We still going to do church, but we ain't got to set up as much. Just show up, and then you like, afterwards, we go have some barbecue. They like, hey, man, let's do it. But they don't understand. The coach see them getting fatigued. You don't know how many audibles we've, I've, I've had to call. I see when y'all was getting fatigued, and then I went cliffhanger. We're going to get in there with them helicopters. Everybody going to start feeling fancy. And you get there. And now you're in a whole different atmosphere, different atmosphere. We haven't been on a stage in a long time. They love high ceilings. It's going to look like we're in a church. We're going to start dreaming. And we're setting up something. And before you know it, and then asking the people, can we use it Saturday and Sunday so we ain't got to tear down. And so we go to a place. And you just see people. And they don't realize they just did another Sunday. And do you think, hey, guys. I'm just making a chess move right now. I'm just letting you know we're going to go to a different location because I see you guys are tired. No, you just get out there and leave. Just like he told, he told Gideon, he said, go down to the water and I'm going to test the people. But I need you to take them to the water. Lord says, take them to the cliffhanger. I'm going to refresh the people. But I need you to take them to the cliffhanger. Who helps you with that wisdom? Holy Spirit. And then before you know it, we're ready to open back up the doors. And now help comes. Now we can begin to implement people back into positions to give people rest. But then you look at the team and they're like, I'm good. The point is not to get to the finish line burnt out. But how do you lead to where at the finish line, your team is like, let's go. What we stop for. Who does that? Holy Spirit. Where does that come from? It comes from living a life of saying, God, I trust you. I don't need to understand everything. No, that don't make sense. Uh-uh. But the stuff that don't make sense, I don't park on. Folks spend their whole week trying to make sense out of a scripture well, that was back then. That don't make sense. Cool. It don't make sense. I'm going to stand on what makes sense. I'm going to stand on my faith. I'm going to stand on he's faithful. I know he's good. But we're focused on what don't make sense and what feel uncomfortable versus basking in his love. We're waiting for more evidence instead of standing on the evidence he's already provided. We want more fruit instead of feasting off the fruit that's already in the basket. So I've learned to trust the Lord. And I've learned to press, as Michael Jordan and any great athlete, they've learned to press 
and buffet their body, buffet their minds, and put it through things that it's telling them not to go through. We enjoy the Olympics, but we don't want to do Olympian work. And I don't want to live just being an admirer. I want to be admired. Oh, that's selfish. No, it's not. <laughs> the Bible says in the Beatitudes, blessed. And when you look up that word blessed, it says to be envied. I want to be like them. <laughs> no, it's not about me. But who doesn't want to live a life where people don't look at them as the model home or example? <laughs> if you're going to live for them, you want to be a great example for them. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all of your ways, know and recognize and acknowledge him and he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. Trusting God seems complicated, but it's not. The complicated part is releasing me from being as God is. Like, I can't just try to be God and trust God. Once you rest in his arms. See, the hard part is for a baby to crawl up to their parents and wait till they get picked up. The easy part is to rest in their arms as they're getting rocked. The easy part is for my kid to sit in the car and get taken to school. The hard part is for them to wake up, get dressed, and get in the car. <laughs> and you're mistaking walking with God for your unwillingness to get dressed, walk to the car, make some breakfast, and get in the car. Once you get in the car, man, he take you wherever he's called you to go. He's responsible. Why? He's the driver. And why don't he want you in the driver's seat? Because you'll always put, be putting a foot on the brake. No! And you'll just be gas brake dipping. You'd just be skirting, skirt, skirt! In all your ways. Be not wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear and worship the Lord and turn entirely away from evil. What's evil? Trusting in yourself and not God. It, it shall be health. What? What is going to be health to me? Trusting God is healthy. It's the greatest health plan on earth. It's great for mental health. It's great for physical health. It's great for emotional health. Trust God. It shall be what? Health to your nerves, may I ask. May I challenge you, you might be so anxious and nervous because you're depending on you. And you keep looking at the waves instead of looking <laughs> at him. He said, don't look at the waves. He that keeps his eyes on me shall have perfect peace. That's why he said, what you wake me up for? You would have never had to wake me up if you would have just came down there and just kept your eyes on me. Why? Because he wasn't only, he wasn't out there. They would have kept their eyes on him. Wow, look at peace. He's sleeping. Here you go, Sion. When somebody normally yawns, what does that do for you? You start yawning. 
what would have happened if they just, instead of looking at the waves, looked at Jesus sleeping? Instead of, instead of paying attention to something that's always moving and unpredictable, they put their eyes on someone that is being still. Yeah, they'll, they'll get it in a minute. Instead of looking at something that is unpredictable, always moving, shaking, up, down, up, down, up, down, culture, waves, culture, waves, life, government, waves, waves, pandemic, racism, all these waves. And we're focused on it and we're like, man, when is it going to settle? Never. Waves are doing what it's called to do. My job is to go down, humble myself, and sit at the one that's ready. He said, if you keep your eyes on me, you'll have perfect peace. Because I'm not going to move. I'm the rock. I'm going to stand right here. Just let me sleep. Let me be. Just let me be. Keep your eyes on what's stable. Keep your eyes on what's sure. Keep your eyes on what is fixed. What is the right? He's the fixed one. He said, fix your eyes on me. Why? Because he's fixed. He ain't going to have you all cross-sided and seasick. Oh. Oh, the government changed. The stocks went down. Oh, they went back up. Oh, the stocks went down. Stores open. Oh, they let us go to the grocery store now. Malls are open. Wow, they put us on lockdown again. Man, oh, I got to go get that flu shot. I don't know if I want to get that flu shot. Well, government told me I'm going to have to get it or I can't leave the, leave, leave, leave the country. Maybe it's the chip. Maybe it's the mark of the beast. I don't know. All these different things. Maybe the world going to end next week. No, because Jesus said into all the... Man, maybe... Oh, no, man. Man, just... He loves me. He's a way maker. He's so mighty, so powerful. God, thank you. Yep, I lost my job, but man, I got a roof over my head. I got food to eat, more than enough clothes. Don't need that many outfits now because I'm staying home. <laughs> got people like Swoop cleaning their shoes, ain't left the house. He say, honor the Lord. Listen, here you go. It shall be health to your nerves and sinews and marrow and moistening to your bones. Oh, my God. Moistening to your bones. Some of us just got spiritual arthritis. We just, world is just beating us up. Oh, Jesus. 25 years old. Oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. No, I can't serve. I can't. Mm -mm, that's too much. And then, you, and then you got Rona and Roger walking around. Hi, Pastor. Hi, Pastor. <laughs> what, what, what they look like moistened in any bones. Because they, they know how good God is. They, they live where there was no electricity and running water. So they are grateful. And then we get these millennials. I'm tired. I got to get ready. It's on Saturday. I got to get ready for next week. I got to know that church too long. But then you go home and you pray, God, revival. Bring us revival. Then we sing this song and cry, you will light fire. I'll provide the sacrifice. And he like, you lying. Because <laughs> the sacrifice is when you give them something you didn't want to give. Oh, they're going 30 minutes longer. I'm going home. And you... I'll provide the sacrifice. And your breakthrough going to come in that 30 minutes, not those two hours. <laughs> That's what that extra time get is get. See, that extra time is the workout that helps you when pandemic come. 
you ain't fails. Y'all can stay. I got to go. All right, cool. Lord know what he's preparing his people for. What you going to do when you can't go where you went home to go to? And the only thing that's solid during this time and sure is the word. You can't go nowhere. Sports Center can't provide you no new stuff. Everybody having to go back into the archives and play stuff. Only person putting out new stuff is the Lord. Store closed, heaven open. Only stable thing. And you didn't put your trust in all of that. Now you're like, man, when the government gonna give us back our life? Wow, you let the world take your life. That sucks. That your life is out there instead of in here. Verse 9, honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous labor and with the first fruits of all your income. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty and your vats shall be bursting with new wine. Why new wine? Because you don't got a problem releasing the old. He said, I'm the greatest savings account. I'm the greatest investment you can ever have. And why he say release your capital? Because where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. You don't want to sow in a love quest? Find you a church to sow in. Why? He says, bring it into the storehouse that my house may be filled. I love how we call this house a storehouse. Because his intention is just to store it up for you. Let it accrue some profit let it accrue some interest and it comes back in health and strength and finances and family and breakthrough when you need it and peace during a pandemic man the people during the groundbreaker seed that gave man the testimonies in this time forget the testimonies after folks selling their house in the lowest time vancouver has been has it's been hard it's been the lowest in selling homes sell a house for exactly what they asked for Brand new car, no question. People getting their jobs back. People getting promoted. People going from contracted to, a, to, to, to being an employee with benefits. Folks going to jobs that folks have to create a role for. Folks got, man. Why? Because we trust the Lord. So when the economy is down, the church prospers. I'll serve that God any day. Yeah, I'll serve to God any day. Father, we thank you for health and strength. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time for another powerful right now word. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man.